Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited here to have our director of operations and operations coach, Sarah, chatting about budget and why a budget is important as you grow your second, third year in business and beyond, and talking about some examples of how our clients use the budget tool we have in our business and in our program uh, to help our clients make strategic decisions about increasing profits and decreasing the amount of hours that they're working. So thank you for joining today, Sarah. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm I'm happy to happy to chat about budget. And Sarah's got a finance module, a budget and finance module in our executive program um, that you know supports teaching along with tools and exercises, and we uh, enforce those principles in our program. So today we thought we would talk about it, and this is relevant because we are recording this at the top of the fourth quarter of 2021, and at the beginning of every quarter, we run a quarterly goal setting session for our executive. Clients. Now, those clients are at the stage where they've been in business for at least a couple of years, and their number one problem is not getting clients. They want to retain, and of course, they do want more clients, but they actually want to be able to develop systems in place, have a, you know an operationally sound company where they're able to manage and hire staff and work less hours to find financial freedom. And so what's really important to achieve those outcomes as a dietitian boss in private practice is understanding how your budget and using your budget on a regular place, uh, basis plays such an important role in your strategy and the decisions you make and, and how you're going to lead your company. Um, so that being said, um, can you explain, uh, Sarah, why is it important for your budget at the level of growth where you're already making consistent revenue? Let's just assume you're, you're in the six-figure mark and, and top-line revenue. Mm-hmm. Why would a budget be so important at this stage of the game? Yeah, well, you know, the the main reason I feel it's important is you're going to be using it to make decisions on how to grow your business. Because of the income that you're making, you generally have profit that you can reinvest. And so that's what you're wanting to look at um, on a regular basis is, you know, what is that income and how can you reinvest it into your business to get you closer to those goals that you're setting quarterly? Absolutely. And we talked about this recently in another episode, and we decided to make two episodes. We did one for those of you who are first year in business, or you're kind Mm -hmm. of at that point where you're making enough money to quit your clinical job. How does a budget play a role then? And now we're going a little deeper today. And we're talking about some real life examples of our clients and how they're using the budget to make decisions to help them scale, uh, which is what we hear from so many of you, the ultimate dream. So we want to break that down for you so you really know what to expect as you're reaching towards your goals and, um, and living your best life as a dietitian. Um, so in your module, the finance, the budget and finance module, you first talk about, you know, setting up for success. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about um, profiting and you talk about yeah. um, expenses exceeding sales. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, what I gather is that your budget is going to help 
you as a practitioner uh, be like a compass to help direct you on where to go? Like you said, reinvesting back into the company, but more than that, kind of like uh, what are your long-term strategies and and where, yeah, basically reinvestment back into the staff and, and whatnot, um, depending on Definitely. the structure, right? Because some of our clients are more passive. Mm-hmm. Some of our clients uh, have more group programming or they still do private clients. So it, it really can depend on the, the line of work that they're doing and how they choose to run and change their business. So what would you say... Um, um, are some of the uh, areas that you see clients in our executive level? What are some of the mistakes that they're making with their budget at this level? Yeah, well, one of the mistakes, it's kind of funny because I, I see this even with some of the newer clients, and like I kind of mm-hmm. mentioned in the other episode, is I one of the mistakes I often see is clients just not really understanding and knowing their numbers. Um, it's something they didn't really spend much time on previously, and they usually are getting monthly financials. But beyond that, they don't really know what they mean. Um, They're not examining them. They're not looking at profit. And so because they don't really understand them, they're not able to look at that data to then make decisions. So I'd say that's the biggest mistake is not understanding and, and looking at them. On a regular so, basis. Do you think in, in your experience that I have my own two cents on this? And I know we talk about this every week because we put our clients first and we're constantly talking about how we can help support our clients in, in new ways, which is how we came up with the quarterly goal setting idea in the first place. Um, in addition, you know, our clients have the ability to bring their budget to a you know a call and discuss it with us. Uh, that being said, when do you really think is it is it really a knowledge deficit? Is it that they don't know or is it insecurity? Is it a combination? Because I believe you don't need a business degree to be able to understand basic budget, but I, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But what do you think the root of the issue is as to why there's this discrepancy with not understanding numbers? Um, well, I think it's a combination of what you said. I think there's just a little bit of fear. And sometimes when, uh, you know, especially as a female and making more money, it can be a little scary. Um, like you mentioned, you know, in another episode about self-worth. So I think fear plays into part of it. And then I think the other part is an education piece and just not really understanding, especially if they do have a bookkeeper or an accountant, maybe that person hasn't explained the process they go through. Um, and so then when they're getting those financials, they're just they don't really know what all it means. So I definitely feel it's a combination. I, I'm so proud of our clients for going from um, confused and feeling maybe like struggling with, with confidence as far as uh, feeling overwhelmed, right? Like, oh gosh, I, I don't have a major in business. Um, and again, we're going to break this down today and demystify you know, what level you need to know to understand your numbers. But I've seen that change in our clients. And, and I'm talking about our clients, uh, both who are earning you know, anywhere from $200,000 a year to on north of that. And they, their, their goal is to hit a million. And I've seen a change in the regular discussions that you know, we're having about budget. And I'm seeing their wins on the calls be about their profit margins and looking at their numbers and deciding when they're going to make the next move and how that'll look so that they can launch by X month, so that they can take time off by Y month, so they can plan for their pregnancy. And I just want to remind you, if you're, if you're thinking today is about budget, it, it is, but it's really about financial freedom. And our goal here at Dietitian Boss is to help you achieve that. And if you want to live your best life and help more clients in a business model that you like, that fits for you, you know, developing some sense of business acumen to know what numbers matter is going to be important. And then I think that that's something that we don't you know, emphasize enough on. Yeah, I would, I would agree with all of that. <laughs> you summed it up very well. 
So as far as I, I want to give an example of one of our clients, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say her, her name because I didn't ask for that yet, but I would love to have an interview with a client that talks about their budget and overcoming any kind of insecurities they had about looking at their numbers. So I'm going to see if I can set that up in the future, maybe even a panel. We can get a panel of our clients at the executive level talking about their numbers. That would be amazing. And I know that some, some people might not be willing, but the whole goal we have here at this company is to create that community within Dietitian Boss and, and dietitians and, and demystifying this important talk about this, especially as predominantly women in a predominantly you know woman uh, profession. So what I've seen from one of our clients is that she is now, because of you know the coaching and, and the, the regular accountability in our program, she went from not knowing her numbers and being very scared to raise her price, right? Um, to now increasing her price incrementally and doing so by presenting us with numbers. And so when she comes to us with numbers such as her close rate, and I know what you're thinking, what that doesn't have to do with budget, but bear with me. So she presents to us what her close rate is on discovery calls and how many clients she's able to gain. All of those numbers that she's bringing to us on calls to help with strategy are actually going to help her have better sense of her budget and looking at her numbers on a regular basis, on a monthly basis, and then on a quarterly basis to kind of take a larger snapshot view of her progress and her goals. Um, so do you have any thoughts about that? Just thinking about this specific client's trajectory where she felt timid and meek um, and, and then was able to really get a, a granular sense based on her weekly kind of metrics to develop financial acumen to come up with a more clear budget. Yeah. Well, what I've seen with our clients and with this one specifically is that when we break down the data and give them those metrics, it gets a little less scary because it's something you can measure and understand. And it's it's so important to be able to track that data and know those numbers to know if you're going to or how close you're going to get to hitting your goal. So um, I think that's one thing that helped her overcome it was just seeing it. And then was, she was able to understand it instead of something that was vague um, and trying to figure out, well, how can you measure this? Or how do you know we were able to um, give solid guidance based on, on those numbers? Yeah. And, and one thing that, that helps you know, us stand out and you know, develop a really sound program and offering for our clients at this level and executive is being able to give them the tools, the accountability, and the confidence to identify what numbers are important for their business. So, you know, it's the 80-20, right? the, law, the Pareto law. Like we're looking at what numbers are the key metrics in our unique business that are going to drive 80% of the results. So it's, it's, we're not trying to say you have to understand every single, you know, aspect, although, you know, that that's important at first. We want to hone in on what key metrics are going to help help you understand and have a snapshot. So it could be profit margin. It could be top line revenue, depending on what some of your goals are. It could also be uh, the amount of hours that you work in your business. Um, Those types of metrics, both that are involved in your um, budget, like profit margins and top line revenue, and that are not involved in your budget, like how many hours a week you're working, developing a sense of um, understanding where you're at now and where you want to be is going to help us get a better picture to help guide you and give you that strategy that you 
need to develop what you want because it, it can feel a little clueless as a dietitian with, you know, most of us don't have a business background unless you went to business school. And even then, um, we, we don't really understand what it looks like to implement what we want, which is for most of us, we want to work less than 20 hours a week. We want to be able to have weekends off with the family, maybe take a Wednesday or a Friday off. And we want to be able to have some level of passive income in our program so that we don't have to work with clients all day. Now that's Again, that's what I see in most of our clients. Some of our clients love to do private coaching, um, but they like to have different types of offers. And some of our clients like to launch at different times and, and they like to have memberships. So again, to, to know where you want to go um, and, and to have a sense of what you need to do to get there means that you're going to have to identify key metrics in, in your um, financial statement and then what other metrics personally are going to help you get there faster and reach that goal and then look back and know what your numbers were last quarter and last year. Do you have any thoughts about that when it comes to key metrics and then talking about key metrics in, in financial statements or in someone's personal life, like our clients and how they bring that to our program? Um, I think what I would just say is that if anybody's hearing metrics and if they're thinking that sounds scary or, oh my goodness, I wouldn't even know where to start, that's where we guide you in the program and help you to figure out what metrics to look at. Um, on the weekly coaching calls, depending on what your goals are, we will tell you what data you need to be looking at and how to track that. And then um, that's an action item you can take away, go do that, bring it to a future call, and we review it and then help you work from there. So you don't have to figure it out on your own. Um, we help walk you through uh, what those, those key metrics would be based on your goals. Absolutely. And, and we will, we like to keep it as simple as possible. I, yeah. uh, I completed a scholarship in the, um, the fall or actually in 2020. Oh my goodness. It was that long ago. It feels like it was yesterday. Uh, it was called the 10,000 um, Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small business. And they taught one of them actually a huge module. It was like a over a month's worth of content it was all about metrics, key metrics, financial statements. And it was like business school. So I had to do a lot of projects where I was doing financial modeling for companies that were like restaurants and different types of businesses. And at the moment, of course, I was, I remember talking about it on social media, my stories, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it's, it's a lot, but I was grateful to learn. And it was more than I was used to because I come from an online business and I felt like it was so much information. And so I felt a little overwhelmed thinking, well, how does this really to my business because the key metrics in that type of company for many of their examples were construction, restaurant, things that have um, inventory and that have overhead that's not related to what we have in an online business. So I just want you to keep in mind that we're familiar with running an online business and starting it and, and what metrics are involved at different levels of maturation of your business because key metrics at year one are going to be different than uh, later on in your business, especially depending on the model and your stage of life. We've got a lot of clients that we help plan for pregnancies. And so those types of situations that are unique to you and your journey is going to define your path and to have more sense of what you're looking at and focusing on in a financial um, manner is going to help you you know, feel comfortable and confident and really just become a better business owner. And it's really hard to do that independently. So I'm really proud that we offer that. And I'm grateful to have Sarah here uh, with that operational background and just share that story of, of what I learned in my um, scholarship where I, I felt like a 
felt like I was taking a, a business course. It really did. It felt like an MBA, um, especially with that, those financial modules and all of the exercises and work I had to do. And it made me grateful for running an online business. I'll tell you that because there's a lot of metrics that we don't um, account for right? when it comes to overhead yep. and, and inventory the way that a construction business or restaurant would. So it's just something to keep in mind that your business is unique from another business. Um, and that's something that we help you, um, we support you with. Any other thoughts in closing on budget at the level of, um, you know, more of an intermediate practitioner? Um, we talked about why it's important, demystifying any intimidation, um, knowing what your key metrics are and, and identifying them can be helpful. Um, anything else you want to close with? Uh, I think the only things I would add is that, you know, if you're in business and you are looking at your financials every month, um, and you're, you have the income has gone up much faster than what you anticipated, you know, definitely talk with whoever's doing um, your taxes to be planning for any increase in taxes, or they can advise you on areas you can maybe spend money. Um, so you have more expenses. Um, so again, that's why it's good to be looking at those monthly is so that if there is a sudden change, um, you can plan for that and look at, because that's what, um, one of our clients recently asked, she's like, I actually have some extra profit. And she was trying to look at, she was kind of deciding between, should she invest in a, a new website? Cause she just had a very simple one she had done herself, or should she invest in some online ads and SEO so that she could get more traffic to her yep. site? Yep. Um, so it's important to look at, you know, look ahead and be reviewing those numbers and so that when you do have their extra income planning for okay based on my goals you know what makes sense now um, and then planning that uh, in into your business yeah and, and just uh, thank you for adding that I, I love the the experience the um, share of our clients I think that's really helpful and practical for the listeners one thing I want to share as well is that um, one thing that's really helped me with looking at my numbers is understanding what's most profitable so if you're that type of person that has multiple offers you want to keep in mind what's I mean more in business to be profitable so what's bringing in the most money how can you double down on that so it's so so important to have a grasp, um, even on a basic level of your balance sheet, meaning your um, your finances, your key metrics when it comes to money and what you're bringing in, um, so that you can plan a strategy that makes sense based on where you want to go and what's taking the least amount of input and bringing in the most output in terms of, of profit. Or you're making a decision that fits now. You're just you're just aware. If you're not making a decision that's most profitable for whatever reason, you're you're aware of why you're doing it and what that means to you. And so that that's really a higher level of financial acumen that you want to employ as a private practice operator. Because to sustain your business, you're going to have to understand your finances in some level and you don't have to do it alone. And keep in mind that some, not to scare you, but there are plenty of CPAs and people out there that aren't as well-versed in online businesses. So you also have to be really diligent about doing your research and finding who's going to be a fit for you. And that's a whole other topic, right? For, yeah. for <laughs> but and, and that's why we love to have those conversations and and make sure you're prepared. And so you can't just depend on a professional to be able to save you. You really need to have some level of awareness when you go into those conversations. So that being said, I know Profit First is a popular book and I've talked about it before. I mentioned it on Business Insider when I was quoted in 2020. What are your thoughts on that book or other resources for people that want to get uh, up to date with some basics when it comes to finances without having to feel like they're getting their MBA? 
Yeah, definitely. I think Profit First is great. I've read that book and the method it teaches is, is you know, simple to follow and easy to implement. Um, and it's very smart. It has you, you know, making sure you're making a profit. Um, again, so as I talked about making sure you have, um, you know, your sales are exceeding your expenses. Um, so I think that's a great place to start. Um, or if you're someone who you don't really want to do it yourself, then, you know, doing your homework and finding somebody like we mentioned, you know, finding a CPA or somebody that can advise you and help you. Um, but like Libby said, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode to explain that, but you can find great advisors, CPAs. Um, it's just making sure that they're going to be a fit for you and, um, you know, give you the services you need. Yeah, Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. I love this conversation. And for those of you that maybe you have more questions and you want us to follow up or talk more in depth about something that we said today or something we missed, let me know. Uh, send us an email uh, at support at LibbyRothschild.com or send us a DM on social at Dietitian Boss, And we'll look forward to seeing you and connecting with you online. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner, and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week. And we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal. And you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.